Hey folks, welcome to Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. An actual play Westmarch's campaign using the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons set in the homebrewed world of Kalidor. My name is Darren Stotrup, and I'll be your Game Master. For now. If you're not up to date on the latest controversy surrounding Wizards of the Coast and their current attempts to get out of a legal agreement to the detriment of third-party publishers everywhere, please consider googling Wizards of the Coast OGL. The changes they are making are arguably in breach of the current agreement and will likely shut down many of the content producers you love, this podcast included. Wizards is supposedly accepting user feedback, so please make your voices heard and stick around to the end of this episode for an exciting announcement. Now, back to the adventure. When last we left our adventurers, they were headed northeast from the Temple of the Moon to try and find the next location on Percy's treasure map, a location called the Wizard's Spire. On their way, Datura's owl familiar scouted ahead and spotted a goblin tied to a tree. On closer inspection, the goblin appeared to be bait, drawing the attention of a lumbering bear. We now join our adventurers as they find themselves stumbling right into a goblin hunting party. I am going to basically just hold. I'm just going to wait and see what happens with this combat, but I'm ready in case something threatens us. Okay. Elias, what are you doing? Given where I am, what am I even aware of? I'm going to say at this point, you saw movement and you just at the last second saw a goblin coming down onto the bear. So you saw the bear make some noise and there's like a goblin now on it. There's a goblin on the tree and Rodiger seems to be very focused on what's going on. Norora seems a little bit confused and Ansem, he's got his bow already pulled back. And uh, and Datura, she's she's pretty focused, but I'm not exactly sure what she's Okay. Given that the two people near me, I guess, seem a little distracted, I will point out that there is something going on to bring their attention. So Rodiger's right next to you. He sees what's going on for sure. Nororo is a little bit like, what just happened? There's a bunch of noise and movement up front. So you've let her know. Are you doing anything else with your turn? If anything seems to show up to threaten the three of us directly, I would like to have an action readied. Okay, so you and Ansem are both holding your action. As this is going on, a, another goblin comes rushing out from the bushes and leaps over towards the bear. He's going to go and attack this bear. And this is all happening pretty far away from based off the information you guys gave me. It's about like 30 feet from Ansem and Datura, and it's about another like 60 feet from you guys. You see another goblin, but this one is going to come running out here and he manages to get right up to the other goblin. And you see him come running up there and he starts like trying to cut the bonds of the the goblin that's tied up to the tree. The black bear is now reeling back. He's got one goblin like on top of him. He's got another goblin slashing at him. He's probably going to take a swing, try and like get rid of this goblin that's on top of him. 19 versus goblin. 15. Okay, so he takes the goblin and just throws the goblin down off of him. The goblin is now about 10 feet away from the bear and is now lying prone on the ground. That goblin gets back up. A lot of this is kind of like happening like as you're watching. Goblin also is going to take a swing at the black bear with his sword. That's going to be a 16 and that is going to hit. Um, this is weird talking about all the NPCs doing things as you're watching them. <laughs> Six points of damage to the black bear. The sword comes across and he's just surrounded by goblins at this point. He's swinging around and yelling. It is Rodiger's turn. You are seeing a lot of this happening. What are you doing? 
I think I will prepare also to be ready to engage if they come closer. Okay, so you're just gonna stand back, watch what's happening, and if they come towards you, then you're gonna do that? Yeah. Okay. And maybe take a position more in the front. Okay. How far forward are you gonna move? Not too much. Uh, near the front line. All the way front towards Ansem and Datura? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, you can definitely do that. So you're up front there getting ready, and then it's gonna be Narora's turn. What are you doing? I think I might get a little bit closer to what's happening, but probably like half the distance that Rodiger just did. I still want to be a little bit behind. I'm also just waiting to, like, prepared for action, but not taking any direct action against any of the players yet. Okay. Are you guys trying to be quiet? How are you guys approaching your movement during all this time? I'm definitely trying to be quiet and stealthy. Okay. Anyone else? Rodiger, you've moved? No, not normal. <laughs> okay, normal. Okay. Yeah. Nora, let me have you roll stealth. Okay, not very stealthy. So you're moving as normal. <laughs> I'm just basically rolling ones for everything. Every roll that I've done in the past, like, four rolls has been a one. Oh, is that a natural one or is it a... Yeah. That's a natty one. If it is a natural one, do tell me natural ones and natural 20s because it doesn't say that very clearly on mine. Yeah, that was a natural one. Okay. It's real bad. That's That's... Fine, that solves something for me. So as you uh, as you move closer, you snap a branch right in half, just crash. <laughs> what else? And it makes about as much noise, if not, you know, like the noise that Detura is trying to make was like a growling noise, but this makes a really loud, it's a stupid amount of loud noise for a branch. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, re- like, oh no, what have I done here? Detura, what are you doing? You hear this crack behind you too. Yeah, I'm going to uh, message Ansem. Okay. Do we get involved or back away? Stay hidden and be ready if they come for us. And having heard the snap, I'd, I'd be like, find some cover from them and stop moving. Like, don't get involved. So the the goblin, it like as the other one's like cutting, it managed to like slip through and then it gets it breaks free and it is going to jump back <laughs> away from the bear, but it is going to fire at it with its arrows. And that is a seven. So it's mostly like it's freaked out, jumps back, fires too high, and the arrows goes flying off. Uh, it is your turn now, Ansem. Okay, nothing's about to run at my people here, so I'm trying to look around. Are there other goblins there? I'm trying to, to scope it and survey the situation. So am I seeing any, any other goblins? There's four of them now. In the slow motion kind of a thing, the other goblins have started, they're starting to turn their head towards you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to remain hidden the whole time here, so I'm just, I'm trying to stay in cover and ready for this, but maybe since the melee's not happening, you know, they're engaged with the bear here. I'm not like, oh, I'm waiting to say, I'm, I'm trying more to like shrink back, keep an eye on it, but be hidden. So I'm, I'm taking the hide action, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Elias, what are you doing? Just uh, ahead of you, there was a loud crack as a uh, branch breaks as Norora is there. She's like in mid crunch, like, oh no, you're seeing all this other stuff happening all at the same time. I would like to catch up with uh, Vertigar. Okay. And with that, continue, it, like if anything approaches, be ready to take an action. Okay, cool. And for all of you who are ready in action, make sure that you intercept me if I start doing something that would trigger that. Okay, so it is one of the goblins turn who has seen what's going on. So the goblin is now rushing forward. Towards us? Yes, like he, you see him like run back from around the bear 
You see the other ones are kind of looking at this. So he sees you guys and he he definitely sees the group of you because Narora is behind Datura and Rodiger and Elias. So she's caused the noise. So now they're all visible. All, all four of you are visible. Ansem is off to the side, so he's still hidden. And this goblin is charging in our direction. Yeah, he starts charging in your direction. I'm going to take my action. If he starts moving in our direction. Yes. I'm going to catch as many as I can. Cast Fairy Fire. Okay, how far is that? It's like a 60-foot range, but it's a 20-foot cube. So I want to get as many of them in the cube as I can. Okay, so that's about 37 feet away, so that should be fine. You said it was 60 feet, right? Yeah. Can you describe to me what that does? So as soon as she sees an aggressive action, going to say something... Gosh, should have thought about this before. Probably something about, like, starlight, like calling down starlight. And it will be very twinkly like a bunch of stars swirls around and clings to any creature within that 20-foot cube, which, again, I'm hoping is many of the goblins, possibly the bear. And so all of them will now be twinkling like stars, and everyone, if if you can see them, you have advantage on attacks against anything that's twinkling. Okay, so let's have them roll their deck saves. So, what are you, 13? I'm a 13. One of them passes... Another passes. Oh, they all passed. Wow, darn it. And the bear? All of them? The bear. Let me check the bear. We want it to at this point. The bear does not pass. God. (laughs) Yeah. So the bear is twinkly. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So the bear just... This will have also triggered my ready to action. So I'm going to cast Hex as a bonus action and then uh, follow that by an Eldritch Blast on the Goblin that is charging. Okay. Uh, so Hex, till the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. You also choose an ability. What's the ability that you want them disadvantage at? Uh, dexterity. And my Eldritch Blast, I'm guessing, is going to miss with an seven to hit. <laughs> yes, that will definitely. And how far is Eldritch Blast able to go? 120 feet. Okay, yeah. So you, yeah. So with the seven, this thing goes like way off wide. It goes above like one of the other goblins. And it goes like back and hits a tree and just shat, you know, you see bark and branches, everything goes flying. Ansem, you were holding though for... Basically what I'd like to do is not reveal my position as much as possible. Yeah. Will it be possible for me to shoot or like, if, because that guy's charging at our party, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Perpendicular to me to a degree? Not perpendicular. You are like, if there's a pie and like the bottom is six o'clock, you are closer to like... So I'm at like four o'clock? Yeah. Okay. Is there a place? If, can I posture myself to be able to shoot him without hit like his other people seeing me? Basically, they're all looking at the bear. I'm trying to not shoot into them or from where they can see me. For sure, you can hit this guy. The question is to whether or not the goblins. We won't know until you do it whether they see it or not. Right. Well, I guess if he's spending his movement to get close, I basically I, I'm like going to track him one to really aim well, but also just so that if my arrow misses or even he's just the furthest from where they would be seeing him in their melee. Does that make sense? There is a goblin further ahead of it. It was the goblin that like, oh, the goblin who had his back is turned to you, though, because he had fired at the bear. So that, that goblin's closer to all of you guys, but he's not uh-huh. looking at you. He's right. looking at the bear right. ahead of he's you. He's looking away. I want to wait till where that guy can't see that an arrow shot his buddy in the face. 
Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, totally, I'm going to totally. wait until he's getting closer and then I'll shoot once. He won't just be like, oh, an arrow came from behind. I want him to not see that. So the goblin over here, the question is, does he see what's going on? He's focused on the bear. He's going to attack the bear. Uh, and that is going to be a... Sparkly bear. Yes, sparkly bear. <laughs> so he gets advantage. No, he still doesn't hit the bear. Uh, so he goes, swings wide, and it just like just barely cut past some of the fur that was sticking out. That is going to be his turn. So this bear, the bear is not too happy about any of this. Bear is also not very smart. Bear is going to run away, and he's going to use all of his movement to do so, which, of course, will attract uh, opportunity attacks. So this guy, again, is going to make an attack at him, and that is, with advantage, that is still a miss, and the other goblin is Goblins going to... Goblins are trash. Yeah, they're not doing too well <laughs> with this. Oh, gosh, that's a natural 20. So the other goblin, he makes his attack, which is a natural 20, and the damage for that is going to be 11. Okay, so as the bear comes running along, oh, uh, the bear does not make it very far. Wow, really that bear sucks that. too. Yeah, the bear just like a <laughs> starts moving and just like, well, you see it just like cut across his neck and then, you know, bear's gone. It starts like mm -hmm. stumbling forward and then that is bear's turn. He should not have run. Goblin who did the slaying is super stoked and he's gonna go immediately starts like grabbing at this thing. Detour, what are you doing? You just seeing the bear get slain, goblin goes lunging after it, starts like trying to drag it. It's much too heavy for just him. Um, is there so there's still one that's coming towards us? Yes, one is rushing towards you. I will uh hold my action again. Okay, you guys are just like. What is happening? It seems to be some sort of goblin hunting party. Does it bother us? I don't know, you know. Right. Okay, you're holding. Rodiger, what are you doing? Uh, I have some hand axe in my backpack, so I pick the two hand axe and be ready to throw it. Okay. And they are closer. Okay, they're pretty far away from you still, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Okay. And just for clarification, I would probably be standing slightly behind... Rodiger, like five feet behind him or something, but not immediately. But sure. I think that's, yeah, just in case that matters. Keep the big people in front. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> there are four of you down there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Really? That was terrible. Okay. What's happening? This arrow is shot by a bozo, and it just goes, boom. You see, like, this big arrow goes, like, flying above all of your guys' head. It sticks back here above, like, Nerora and Elias' head into a tree behind you. I'm looking at those goblins. Did it come from beyond them, or...? Yes, it came from beyond them. Okay, and I can't see that. I guess we'll have to see once it's on your turn exactly how much you saw. You know, like, we'll have to wait for that. But, okay. uh, but yeah, you definitely saw something come... You know, the arrow came from that direction. Okay. So, man, that was... With advantage, that guy sucks. Okay, it is Nerora's turn as this arrow just sticks above your head. Well, I'm gonna duck behind anything that's large, that's not a person in our party. I was gonna say, Elias is right in front of you. She's yeah, not very no, large, but... That's, that's, I'm gonna, like, move behind it. There's, like, if there's a tree or a rock or something, um, I'm stepping behind whatever that object is that's not someone in my party. I don't really want them to be my shield. Okay. And then, um, do I have to see... I'm trying to get a sense of distance and what I can do um, for my cantrip of vicious mockery. Could yes. I try and target that at 
whoever just shot the arrow? Or do I have to be able to see who shot the arrow? It says the target has to be able to hear me. Yes, let me have you roll perception. Get it, Aurora. We'll see. Big 20. Great. 11. We'll see what its stealth was. Okay, that is a 13. So you weren't able to target it. So she's within range of all the goblins except for the unseen attacker. Yes. Which yeah. is probably a goblin. <laughs> yeah, all these guys, she's within okay. range of. So you can do anything to them, Nerora. Okay, and I can do, like, one of them, I can cast a spell of distant whispers, and then I could um, use Vicious Mockery on someone else as a bonus action. Uh, if you have one as a bonus and one as an action, yes, you can do both. But it's it's casting both of the casting times for one action, so you have to choose between oh. them. If you had okay. a spell and a cantrip that had one was an action, one was a bonus action, then you could do that. But right. um, oh, I see, yeah. I see that one's a bonus action. Okay, got it. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just trying to get this sorted. Nope. Um, I think it's good training. Use, uh, I'm gonna use vicious mockery against the um, goblin that's charging. Nice, that's good, it's a freebie. It doesn't take up any of your spell slots. Okay, so the goblin that is charging you, this fella here is kind of in the middle. Uh, you're gonna do that to him, which is a wisdom save, yes? So, mm-hmm. and what's your spell save, Chelsea? Your, your save DC under your spell tab? Oh yeah, uh, 13. Yeah. Okay, it does not save. Uh, so that goblin comes like running towards you and you unleash this string of insults. You know, and there's like this like enchantment to them, right? And so at this creature that's like running towards you, what just, <laughs> you, I won't put you too much on the spot, but if you have an idea as to what you're telling this goblin. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like poetry. Okay. And I have gathered these creative poetic insults on my many travels. Um, okay. And I don't, they don't have to understand me. It says right in the cantrip. So uh-huh, they don't. Yeah. he feels wounded in his soul, <laughs> but doesn't know why. Yeah, it's not sure what you told it, but it the way you told it, it was like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and with that sadness, it also takes a... Uh, let me have you roll your... What is it? 1d4? Three. Yeah, you got a three. Okay. Boom. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the goblin... It's like... Uh, and it's... It doesn't seem terribly hurt by that, but it's mostly like its pride is pretty shattered and it doesn't seem very happy. But, nice. uh, but good job. You did manage. Yeah, you managed to get him with that. You're the it's only good. person that said something so far. It's also going to have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Oh, beautiful. That's right. All right. That that particular goblin will have disadvantage. Cool. This goblin here, who, um, let's do a D100. Uh, anything above 50, he's going to turn towards you guys. That is 60. Turns towards right. you guys. As he's turning, I'm taking his head off. Yep. So he just comes like turning around and he's not even looking at you, Ansem. He's looking down here towards uh, the rest he's of the party. Looking at my people. Uh-huh. He's, he's looking like, at my people. As he turns, go ahead and make your attack. All right. And still hidden. So that's with advantage. I'll take sharpshooter. Yep. I'm going to make an example Minus of him. All righty. So I... who did it again? <laughs> Holy smokes. So, All right, advantage, so natural 20. A natty 20 with the sharpshooter. This is I'm so gonna... unnecessary. Roll your <laughs> critical attack. All right, can I... there it is, critical. Oh my God. While he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and take my action since mm-hmm. since people in our party are fighting now, I'm going to go ahead and wild shape. So that is 18, right. that's 28 damage. Okay, so for 20 more damage <laughs> than you needed. <laughs> Bravo, me. You see... 
arrow goes straight through the goblin's head. Take the goblin's head with it. And even though the goblin's head isn't attached to the body anymore, just the pure velocity of this lifts the goblin's body up off of its feet. <laughs> goes flying back in front of the arrow, gets skewered, so now its body head <laughs> is in reverse. It's going forward. <laughs> Hits into a tree and like is now like if the arrow like what an arrow is about like yay long, half of it is in the tree <laughs> and like yep. the rest of the goblin is like lumped around it and embedded like it's like a dent in the tree and his feet kind of sticking out in a big mess. <laughs> and now it is your actual turn. Nice. Okay, so do I want to see? I'm trying to track the shot. I will. I won't show him because you can't see what he is, but I will tell you that there is right in this exact spot was the arrow that came firing. Yeah. And I can't see him, even though you said he's not hidden. You know that it came from here. He's not, I mean, he's still behind bushes. This is the weird part. He's literally behind bushes, so he is hidden, but he's not hidden in this. You can see. And he still has cover. So we know where he is, but he has cover. Yeah. And how far is he from, like, where the group, like, where I am? How far is uh, he from? Where you are, that's about 75 feet away. Okay. Yep. I'll kill the guy who's going to have the attack anyway. That's a sound tactical move. So I, I'll just, I killed the one guy and now I'm going to take aim at the, the, the longbow dude from, uh, from back here. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. I want to totally shoot cool. him. Yeah, yeah. And I have sharpshooters, so cover doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I ignore anything but full cover. So uh, I'm going to take a shot at him. And I'm assuming he saw me kill his buddy. Yes, yes, yes. So I will not have advantage on the attack. I'm just, I'm going to take a regular shot at him. No sharpshooters, just a regular, a straight roll. Okay. Just 10. Ugh. No. So, yeah, I mean, like, you fired into the bushes, right? Like, you knew his location where the arrow came, but you weren't sure what sort of distance to fire or, like, what height or anything like that. And so it goes, like, straight into the, the bushes. And you're like, man, that should have hit, but it was just a little bit off. Okay. So, uh, with that, I want to interpose a some kind of cover between myself and him. Okay. Particularly. So, is there somewhere nearby I can do that? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to like hide behind a tree, you tell me where you want to move, and I'll put a tree there. I want to keep going to the right here to to split them a bit. Okay. Um, so, because it's yeah, I basically want to keep. Right, this is just five ten. We'll call this ten feet. Okay. So yeah, I want to do that so that I have basically cover from him, but can take the lane that the other goblins would have to run towards my friends mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. um, and and still be able to cover that. So that's. I'll do that. So you, yeah, you, you nudge out of the way here. You're a little bit further away from your group, but yeah, you're still pretty good distance with, uh, with the rest of them. Mm -hmm. It'd be hard for them to get to where you were at. Cool. Okay. Done. All right, sounds good. And after Ansem, now it's Elias' turn. I'm gonna try to hit that um, same goblin that was charging. So another Eldritch Blast. And I'm guessing a nine is gonna miss. Nine is gonna miss. Uh, so you fire this thing off and it just like, it like hits the ground a little bit too far away around here. You see all the, the twigs and leaves, everything go flying. And with that, I would like to uh, move behind a little bit of cover as well. Okay. Maybe move back like five to 10 feet with that or something. Sounds good. Okay, so the goblin that rushed towards you, he's gonna fire at Datura. And that is a short bow. Oh, okay, not a natural 20, 16. Uh, but it does hit with a 20. I'm assuming you are hit. Yeah, 14, that looks That is going to be seven points. It pulls back and fires this arrow at you. Does a pretty decent amount of damage to you with a seven. Other goblin, it's going to run forward 30 feet, and it is going to fire. So you kind of leap frogs across. He is going to take a shot, probably at the giant panthery thing that just appeared out of nowhere. 
Uh, and that is going to be an 18. He does not have disadvantage on this guy. So that is an 18 to hit. And his arrow is six points towards you. So you, you turn to this wolf. As you like turn into this wolf, like one arrow hits, another arrow hits. Uh, four points of damage. Down to 34 with that. It is now uh, this other goblin's turn. He's going to go running across to this other side and take a shot at the giant wolf that's appeared out of nowhere with a 20. Oh, oh that was a natural 20. Wow. That is a sharp shooting goblin here. So let's this. Oh, yeah. Nice. Six points of damage. Could be worse. Boy, that is disappointing for that little goblin. Polarizing like, rolls. <laughs> Critically so, hit in the toe. Yeah, exactly. Because right down, like, on <laughs> your paws. And it's, it doesn't even get very deep in your paw. You're just like. <laughs> it is now your actual turn. Okay. So Luna gets to act independently of me. So she's been kind of circling above where the goblins were. And she has 60 feet of movement. So I'm going to have her try to go and actually scout out whatever is hidden. Cool. Okay. And whenever the next person is going to attack it, which I'm guessing is going to be Ansem, she will act to distract it to give him advantage. Cool. So she's over above it trying to distract it as an action. So the help action. Cool. Yep. And then I will go and run towards the closest goblin. And I'm assuming it's within my 50 foot range. Yeah, that's 50. It's less than 50. So you're going to run forward. Yep. And do bite and claw attacks. Okay, cool. Go ahead and roll those on the goblin. How much health does Luna have? Oh, a 1d4 plus 1. If you want to roll a 1d4 plus 1, I'll give that to her. Right now she's got 2, but I'll give her whatever you roll. And that will be her cannon health. Roll a 4. 4, hot dog. 1d4 plus 1. So this is the toughest owl. Yeah, wow. Okay. Well this done. Luna works out. All right, you move over there. Let's have you roll your attacks. Oof. That's a 7. <laughs> that's not going to hit. I rolled a lot of twos today, too. <laughs> I think that's that's my actual action. So okay. I... And I don't think I can do anything as a bonus action. Okay. So you come running over there. You come like biting down the goblin. Just like ducks down. You get a nice mouthful of air. Goblin is pretty freaked out by that though. Okay, Rodiger, what are you doing? Running ahead and throw an axe. Or maybe two if I can. I don't know if I can throw only one or two. You probably can throw two. You may not get your bonus for the second one. Or, you know, the modifier. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, how far ahead do you want to run? Um, pretty close, yeah. So you can get up to 10 feet away from it, so you can throw your, uh, your axe at him. So okay. you want to throw both those. So throw the first one, and you get the modifier for it, and then you'll throw the second one without the modifier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. That so, works. So yeah, you definitely hit, and we can keep that seven if you want. That is definitely more than it takes to take this little fella out. So you take this axe. <laughs> Like, out of nowhere, he's he's looking up at this giant panther. You throw this axe, it's right into the side of his head. He just hits the ground. Didn't even see it coming. Where are you at? You could just throw it at this other guy over here, your other axe, if you want. So that's only 5, 10, 15. So you can still throw it over at this guy. He will have plus two to his AC to try and get it around uh, the panther. Okay. 11. That is not going to hit the goblin, and the dire wolf is fine too. So you throw this by, and it's just kind of like, and it hits the ground a little bit too close. But you took out one of those goblins nicely. Indeed. Behind the bushes, you hear a much deeper voice. What do you know? What is us? 
and up stands this larger hobgoblin from behind it. He shouts at these other goblins. You speak goblin, right, Ansem? I do. Not knowing this, he says, get back to the cave. I'll take care of the rest of this. Points, and he like, grabs his bow again. He's probably going to take a shot at this giant panther in front of him. And that's terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the worst hobgoblin. Missing. <laughs> okay, so he pulls his bow back. And he's just like too, too high strung about it. Pulls it back and just like completely rips the string out of the bow. Oh, that's a natty yeah. one. I Natural decide. one. <laughs> he's just like angry now. So now there's like an owl that he sees. And he's, he's just trying to gather his wits as this thing is broken. So he's not even going to move. He's just so surprised. <laughs> Norora, what are you doing? The dissonant whispers. I don't know if you're close enough still. Now that I can see him. You can see him now, but are you close enough? So that's 50, 60, 70-something. He's around 70 way. Okay, so he's just passed. Yeah, you can move. So I'm going to move. I'm going to move close enough that I'm just within range for the spell. Still hiding behind a tree, if I can do that. Can I move behind the next tree? Sure. And then now I'm going to cast the Dissonant Whisper spell. Okay, cool. Does not save. He gets a 12, just shy. Woo! There we go. So you start running up there and you stand like behind a tree and you peek around and you <laughs> and he's like, what the crap? <laughs> he's like freaking out on uh and so what is it? That is 3D6 psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big money. Ten. Ten. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you come peeking around the corner all creepy like doing this whisper, and you take a chunk of health away from him. He is, yeah, he's very psychologically damaged by this. <laughs> he also has to use his reaction to run away from her immediately. Yeah, he has to get as far away as he can. Wow, okay. Which invites an opportunity to attack for anyone else. Wow, so okay, and must immediately use its reaction. Interesting, I hadn't caught that before. If they're able to move as far as its speed allows away from you. So he shouts to his goblins, like, you go back to the cave, I'll take care of... <laughs> wets himself and runs away. <laughs> now, Ansem's turn. The bird, out, like Luna had come down and be like, I'm going to distract you. Okay, I'm going to shoot the guy. Okay. And I'm going to use Sharpshooter. Okay. And if you want, you can have advantage on him. All right. With Sharpshooter, man, this guy is dead. <laughs> That's a 19. It is minus five, so it's a 21. It's still going to hit, yeah. Still 21, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, roll your damage. Ooh, well, I rolled terribly, but I do want to make him my favorite foe, so I get another D4, and I'll burn that slot. So that's 18. He had three points of health. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but so I've only he, got like, one job. Norora peeks around the corner, says this, like, really creepy melody to him. He's, like, freaked out, wets himself, goes running away, and this bird, like, distracts him as he's doing that. He's like, what? What do you, what do you, what do you want? And then, like, mm-hmm. bam, arrow comes through him. Just goes completely by him. Love it. Takes his insides right. <laughs> onto his outsides all around the okay. ground. So I, I do that. I'm going to shout, keep one alive. And then I'm also going to run. So that's my full movement just to, to keep pace with them. I'm assuming they're going to run. So that that's my turn. It's my turn. I would like to try yet again to <laughs> hit one of these goblins. <laughs> okay. Hit somebody. <laughs> hey, it's my first good roll. <laughs> so I believe a 17 will hit. Yes. 
So that's going to be... <laughs> Wait, no, 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 there's more damage. <laughs> there doesn't need to be more damage! Get it, Jeremy, get it. <laughs> so that's 5 plus 13, so 18 damage. 18 damage, alright. <laughs> I finally hit something! <laughs> alright! So like, you put, like, everything into this one after missing so many times. It's like, ah! And then all of a sudden, this goblin like looks up. It just sees this bolt flying towards it. Just, and it's just like everywhere around there is goblin. And that's my turn. Holy smokes. Okay. Owl, this is Luna's turn. This is the last goblin alive, right? Yes, that we know of. So I will have her come over and she's going to distract for whenever the next attack is, which I think might be mine after the goblin. She's got 60 feet. Cool. She's good. So she'll be on the north side of it. Okay. Al does that. It is now your turn. Then I get advantage. Exactly. I'm going to try to pounce on it and grapple it. Okay, cool. Easily done. So you go running up to it, and let me have you roll your athletics check. Athletics with advantage. Yes. And I have to do it with the panther's form, so is that with the strength modifier? Is that right? Yeah, that would be the strength, yeah. But 16 is the roll, is with advantage. So it's 16 plus 3. Okay, cool. So it's 19. Nice. Uh, yeah. So it's got to beat a 19 with its dex. All right, and it is going to roll. Oh, 19. Huh. Okay. So as you come pouncing down on it, your foot goes down, and it's just as you think it's gonna like slap on it. It just like slips to the side. It's like that was a that was a close call there. Well played though. Okay, now it seems to be the goblin's turn. So goblin probably gonna try and save its slimy little life, and it's going to take the disengage action and it's going to book it out of there. So that gets it 30 feet into this next spot. It's running like crazy. Rodiger, what are you doing? Well, I will go to the next goblin that I think one of my axe, an axe is there, and pick it up and throw it that is running. One of them's embedded in this guy, right? And the other one yeah. mm-hmm. is somewhere over here on the ground? Yes. So you go running up to this guy here, and you grab that as part of your movement. And you're, how far can you throw your axe? Plenty. So you pick up that first axe and uh, you can throw that at him. You can't grab your other axe though. Took one, I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Hand axe, 17. Oh, that is going to hit. Yes. Roll your damage. These goblins. They just wanted to eat some bear. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the breakfast of bear, so. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Boom. Okay. You take us and just <laughs> right in the back. He just like. Smacks into the ground. I think you've taken out all the goblins here. Oh, it's dead. Yeah. Oh, it's dead for sure. For sure, dead. Okay. Uh, actually, that was exactly the health I think uh. that I had. <laughs> it's just, it's gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. We will get you out of initiative here. You have a bunch of goblins strewn about uh, and a bear on the ground. Um, so if you want extra eating, I don't know how good goblin is, but you definitely have a bear if you wanted. <laughs> Yeah. That's what Rodiger was here for, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Get the bear meat, salt it. Do you want me to put bear meat down on the... Uh... Okay, so let me have uh, Rodiger. Uh, let me have you roll survival. Oh, okay. I can help with that. Yeah, so with advantage. Nice. Is, is that? Okay. Yeah, way to go. Very good. Okay, so you can attempt to get three things from him. <laughs> Well, I, I accept suggestions. Uh, I'll end in my dagger and say... <laughs> you wanted meat first, right? Yeah, meat. Yeah, meat first, yeah. First okay, roll first. a 1d4. Okay. 
Uh, you go for like the choicest Pete, and you you manage to grab off like one one solid pound of like nice meat from this thing. You've got two more survival checks that you can do for whatever else you want, or like a random kind of roll. Can I help him with that too? Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like you did before. Yeah, you roll advantage for survival. Um, and tell me what it is that you're you're wanting to get from him. Unless it's you're wanting to just get whatever I roll for you. You can probably, things you can get would be if you want the pelt, so the mm-hmm. fur from it. Or you can get probably the teeth or the claws. Maybe the pelt. Okay, so you want the pelt, so go ahead and roll survival for the pelt. With advantage. Ten. Okay. You managed to pull a good chunk of it. You you don't get the entire thing, but you get like a, a large portion of it. So like the bottom part, like basics from the waist down, you're not able to get that cleanly. You got the waist up of the bear. Uh, you have one more survival check if you want. No, it's fine. I will let the rest for the check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else want to try and pull something from this bear or no? We'll give you one more survival check from it. Otherwise, bear is going to sit here and run. Uh, um, I mean, so he tried to take the pelt. Is the rest of it like unsalvageable from the pelt side? Uh, no, I mean, there's still some leftover pelt. It's, you know, it's a smaller portion, but yeah, waist uh, down. I'll, I'll leave it for the sake of expedience. I I want to try to track where these goblins came from because I heard him mention cool. a cave. I'm going to tell the the hobgoblin told them to retreat to a cave. They must have a hideout nearby. I suggest we try to find it. I'm still in panther form. If he's not paying attention, I'll go over and bump him. But um, I'm going to try to uh, sniff the ground to see if I can use my keen... Uh, smelling to help track. Yeah, so we're going to try to find the cave. We're but gonna also I'm going to paw at the bodies a little bit to see if I can if anything oh. shakes loose. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to grab their weapons and check corpses too. I'll let people with Seen opposable that. thumbs grab things. <laughs> Seeing that that uh, is being taken care of by Elias, I'm just I'm going to go with the tour and we're going to go try to find the cave. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming Rodiger's got his axe. Um, if everybody who's searching bodies wants to just roll a survival yeah. check, you just get one because it's a, a small creature. Uh, did you want to let us know the weapons that they had to pick up? Yeah, they've got tiny bows, and they have these little like scimitars that would work as like a dagger. Is basically if you were able to to find a salvageable one, that's based off your survival check. But it would be if you found something, it would be like a. Uh, that. Okay, but um, so that's you, how you're doing that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But if you um, if you want to check for like you know check their pockets, kind of a thing for anything valuable, you can definitely do that as well. Uh, yeah, I'll. So you're wanting a scroll survival to check what they have. Uh, roll one d ten. I was still on the harvesting thing. If you wanted to harvest anything from the goblin, no. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Ugh. Four. Okay. Uh, you find eleven silver, uh, a flask of ale, and a magnifying glass. Huh. Exciting. Norora, do you want to check? Yeah, I would like to do that. All right, roll a 1d10. You got a six? Yeah. Uh, that is going to be 17 copper pieces, a flask of wine, and an empty vial. Just to check, what was the flask filled with that you said I found? Flask of ale. <laughs> Rodiger's like, eyes the flask. He's like, I got a pelt and some meat. I want some beer. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Wash well. this down with. <laughs> So there's four goblins, one hobgoblin. You've already searched two goblins. I'll roll one more d10 for one more goblin, then. Sure, absolutely. Get it. Elias, you got uh, 14 copper pieces, a handkerchief, and a pair of leather gloves. Tiny leather gloves or regular size? That's a good question. Gloves? Let's roll. Uh, let me have you roll anything, and the top <laughs> half is large, and the smaller half is small. So it is a pair of small leather gloves. And for the hobgoblin, 
Yeah, okay, Hobgoblin. Get a ten. Two. <laughs> Eight silver pieces, a two-headed copper coin. So it's a coin that's got heads on both sides. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tricky Hobgoblin. <laughs> and an invitation. Ooh. I don't know why he's got an invitation. But he has an invitation to the bowl. <laughs> I don't know what he's got. Invitation to what? I will uh, leave that up to you. What is his invitation? When you open that up and you read this thing. It's an invitation to a uh, festival that will be in the middle of the woods in three days' time. There you go. All right. It's canon. <laughs> it's, it's written in Goblin? Or it's like, what language is it in? I'm curious. How many it. languages do you know? Uh, common, Draconic, and Elvish. Okay. It is Elvish. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So let me put this in my notes so I can now have this <laughs> canonical Elvish invitation uh, to a festival in the woods uh, in three days' time. I think there's one more goblin body if you want to search. And by the way, I will walk over to Rotsker and hand him the flask of ale. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, was somebody rolling for the last goblin or no? I can do that. Oh, jeez. Nice. Big money. Wow, that was probably the best you could roll. You got 14 pieces of gold. Ooh, uh, you got, wow. You got a flask of oil wow. and a boiled egg. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, you took a nice. snack. Oh. Okay, <laughs> he was saving all of his money. <laughs> He's just eating the egg and saving all of his money. Nice. Perfect. Nice. Good money there. <laughs> <laughs> While this is happening, can I try to recover my arrows that I shot? Uh, yes, you can. Um, how many did you fire? I shot two. Two? You you get one of them back. Yay! The one impaled goblin wasn't recoverable. No, not really. Like, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> I'll just let it stay there. I'm like, this is just too good. I don't even try to take it. I'm like, no, this is like a monument to excellence. You can put that on your map. <laughs> <laughs> the Monument to Excellence. Uh-huh, the Monument to Excellence. Okay, so you were curious also about uh, the tracks where they led off to? Yes, absolutely. It is, man, it's not, it's only like 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> All this has gone down. Um, so you, you see that these tracks head out uh, northwest, definitely more on the western side and slightly north, okay. kind of like a, mm -hmm. some sort of cave that they're all going to try and go back to with their their bear meat, which you now have. <laughs> nice. So, to wrap the session here, unless there's anything right here that you want to do. Yeah, we're just going to pick it up next time heading in that direction, if that's cool. So the way that this normally works, like with the whole, you know, West March's thing is you always wind up going back to the lodge at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And then again, now, I mean, you can fast travel to any of these locations that you've already been to. Uh, so that's kind of makes that point moot. So I'm just going to say you guys head back to the lodge. Okay. You come back in there. So it's going to be a late night on the 29th. You're kind of being quiet as you come in because Percy's probably asleep. And you have whatever uh, goods you got. I don't know if you mm -hmm. want to distribute any of that. I guess I would suggest that we, you know, start curing the meat with whatever, you know, supplies we have as adventurers for that to, like, make it last. Hang that up somewhere outside, pour yeah, salt on it or something. Smoke it. Probably mm -hmm. smoking would be the easiest way to do it. But that, that's the I, only... Just to check, just because if this festival is in three days and we're going to do something, we uh -huh. left on the 28th, then the morning of the 29th is when something happened. We'd probably we make it back to night. the lodge. Yeah. So if in three days' time, that would be the, I guess, second... It, be when something mm -hmm. would happen and so picking up on the 30th would probably make us be able to interact with whatever that is just as a thought whereas if we are say picking up 
later, I don't know if we'd necessarily have the travel time to necessarily get to wherever that interaction is, if that matters. For the sake of being able to pursue this, are we okay with with the flexible timeline to accommodate that uh, circumstance? And then the second would be when the festival is. I'm flexible with that. So yeah, we're going to assume that the next session is the next day then too. Okay, you guys come back in there. You start like salting the the meat, smoking it, doing all that stuff to Mm -hmm. get that, that curing. You know, Percy, because it's probably late at night, he's probably like, he hears you coming in. He's like, oh, oh uh, tell me about it later. <laughs> you know, do what you need, <laughs> right. tell me about it later. Right. Uh, you're earlier than expected. I'm sure you've got a reason. And um, you guys are each otherwise carrying your own individual treasures. I don't know if you're divvying that out at all or no. What are you guys doing with that? So does anyone want the handkerchief or small leather gloves? <laughs> I have no need of these things. Does anyone want the same-sided coin? The coin could come in handy. I wouldn't get rid of it. There could be uses for that, I'm sure. Yep, <laughs> I could see some uses. Okay. Can I use the inspiration to make like uh, something with a belt, like a camouflage um, jacket or something? A bear cloak? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that is your your downtime activity, putting the putting the cloak together for it. Yeah. You can have your nice bear cloak. I like it. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay, right. So first, let me just give you your XP, though. Okay. You each get 122 XP. Yay. Yeah, we should all be I-32 of 900. Making progress. With the adventurers safely back at the hunting lodge, that's where we're going to call it for today. Come back next time as they investigate their plundered invitation to an elvish festival in the woods and the location of the Goblin Cave. Until then, this has been Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listener reviews are the best way to get our podcast noticed and gain some traction. You can also find us on Instagram at Legends of Calador. So, subscribe, review, and share with your friends. Don't forget about Mimicon 2023, the first annual game convention for the Central Coast of California. The organizers are working with the city of Santa Maria to host a premier gaming convention, and all proceeds are benefiting a local nonprofit. If you're upset about the news surrounding D&D and the OGL, don't worry, there are plenty of other TTRPGs to get involved with at the event. Attendees can access a huge variety of activities from RPG demos to nerd trivia contests. Learn more at centralcoastdnd.com. Remember, that's not an ampersand. That is the letter N, centralcoastdnd.com. And we'll see you next time on Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. <laughs>